0: welcome to the art of the dive game week 27 done game week 28 coming up deadline is on friday an interesting game week with some heavy hitters returning jake how are you buddy uh i'm doing all right i uh i think we should just start with this right away because thomas wrote in when Jake starts every pod with, meh, been better, is he referring to just FPL or life in general? It comes across like he always he's always miserable, fair. Does Jake need to see a psychiatrist?
1: Well, I will say first off, likely both uh, life and FPL, which has been pretty terrible. And then second, I would say no, because a psychiatrist I think is more for mental illness.
0: Hey, they're all crooks. Am depra- right? Does
1: depression cost? cost yeah, yeah. I don't know. I would say therapist might be a nicer word to use.
0: It, probably, yeah. I mean, I think the c- bigger question is do you, just do you need some support? Because it sounds like <laughs> things are really bad for you.
1: Yeah, I probably need some support. But I know you, you are very helpful. You know, you give me a ton of support here on the podcast every week. It's great. Really builds
0: me up. That's it's a good attitude to have, Jake. Because I do feel like... I mean, anyone that's ever listened to the pod probably knows that both from an FPL perspective and a life perspective, I really build you up. Yeah. yeah. Looking forward to another pod. <laughs> yeah, me too. Um, well, listen to this. Wilson wrote in, this will make you feel better, huh, Jake? Hey, hey, buddy. Hey, you listening? You li- hey, don't. you there? Hey,
1: d- don't patronize me.
0: All right. Keep your head up, big guy. Wilson writes in, can't think of a question for this week. Just looking forward to another outstandingly funny and informative pod. No pressure, she says. Huh? How does that make you feel?
1: It kind of makes me feel angry because Wilson's doing fantastic this year. So, obviously, she's taking all of the good advice that we're giving and I'm using all the
0: crappy advice. Yeah, most of the advice that we give is is mostly crappy. But we were talking about that again this week. I, another disclaimer, I just... Um, uh, our friends that are all in the group chat whenever the the matches are on on the weekend everybody's you know shooting each other texts back and forth some of us are watching the game some of us can't we're working so that's kind of how we get our info and um, a couple of the guys kind of got upset because um they they said that all of the advice I give is really really bad and that I don't follow any of my own advice and I just I've said this before and I'll say it again I want to be very clear the only reason I started a podcast was to be able to lie to a very very uh, big group of people at once so that I can beat them in FPL
1: yeah and it's true I forget the player that I was mad about that you were like ah he's garbage and then oh Martial that was it Martial scored again
0: you, you you kept him. He is he is garbage though. I mean, are we on the same page there? Like, have you watched yeah, the matches? He's, he's a I pretty terrible been, footballer.
1: I think part of the reason, and I again, you know, I'm sure everyone's going to be like meh, Jake. <laughs> a lot of the reason I feel like I've really dropped off this year is just been busy and not watching the games. I think that really helps personally. But yeah, I mean, I've looked at his underlying statistics; they're terrible. But yeah, yeah he keeps returning a goal every single week.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's kind of a situation for me where like I didn't have, I had to move other people, so I just had to hold him. And mm, well, it worked out. Yeah, certainly did. Um, FPL Virgin wrote in. Uh, some people say taking a hit to remove a blank player only costs two points. What kind of fucked up goofy maths is that? <laughs> uh, so yeah, some people are going to be dealing with that this week, um, especially if you were really really heavy on. Um, like city players or if you had a lot of Sheffield United players Um, and a lot of people had uh, let's say maybe two city players three Sheffield United players and Grealish or something like that or maybe Aubameyang and so some people are actually going to be dealing with game week 28 here um, and trying to trying to get through that Um, so the question becomes Jake and I'll throw this out to you some people do use that logic, right? They say, "Okay, so I was going to have zero players, so instead I'll take a hit uh, and I'll put that player into the side and so I'll get at least 2 points from that player, so it's really only a 2-point hit." Um is that legitimate or is that kind of a bullshit way to do math?
1: Uh I think it's legitimate, except you got to be careful if you're bringing in like a defender or obviously someone who is a little bit more prone to getting cards. Um, Because, I mean, defenders, as we know, can definitely get a card, but they can also give up two goals and only get you one point. Or you also want to make sure they're for sure playing. Um, But to be fair, I kind of used this train of thought with my transfers this week, and I took a hit to bring in a player because I didn't have enough players to fill my team. Another hit? Yep, just going for it. You're really, you're like. I'm regressing. I'm really
0: regressing. You did pretty good with hits in the first half of the year.
1: Yeah. And my team did better. Interesting. And now I guess my just, study
0: has worked. You're just like snorting and snorting and snorting. You can't stop, can you? I mean, this is what addiction is, Jake. You need to go see a psychiatrist. Yeah, I guess so. Um, FPL Rockstar wrote in, why do we bother? I think he's referring to the game. Yeah, pour one out. I agree, <laughs> Poor Rockstar. <with> <laughs> Um, I don't know, Jake. It wasn't all that. I mean, you didn't have a good game week, but it wasn't that bad. I mean, it could I have think been. the I think the worst part was
1: when I'm I'm shopping with my wife. Uh, we're we're trying <laughs> to do right a little right there.
0: Am I right?
1: <laughs> <Hey-o>. <laughs> well, we're trying to do a little like wine cellar for her, and we're at this like not like an antique store, but like a refurbished store where a lot of the stuff looks so beat up, and I'm just like walking through like tons of aisles it's a huge place and I'm like trash garbage trash (laughs) I'm looking at my phone like every 15 minutes I'm trying to be good like I think that's pretty good when games are on and she's like getting she's like glaring at me getting mad that I'm looking at my phone I like look right when you know it says Manchester City has a penalty and I'm like yes because I held Aguero and then Unfortunately, technology ruins a lot of things in my opinion, because all of a sudden one guy from our group texts and laughs that Aguero misses a penalty and I just like <laughs> literally wanted to just take a sink that I was holding and just smash it and just pay the fifty dollars for Why it. Why were you holding a sink? Oh well, you know, we were doing some shopping. So I thought we you were, were building a at wine stuff.
0: cellar. Are you guys just gonna are you gonna pour all the wine well, into like a vat and then like run know, it through a sink? <laughs>
1: you know how it's what it's like shopping with women they they get distracted so whoa, she's whoa, like "What do you We're think to make this sinks? a woman thing jake that's the kind of pod you want us to be <laughs> oh my gosh
0: unbelievable i don't know
1: then my wife gets distracted with regards to things she starts looking at sinks bathtubs you know <laughs> shelving it's just like
0: it's just a nightmare yeah And today on Jake's Therapy Session, we're going to talk about the issues that he has with his wife and her shopping. Jacob, how does that make you feel? Um, I I actually, I'd like to make a quick comment on that, and then we'll actually start talking about FPL. But um, that is pretty good, Jake. When the games are, when the matches are rolling and it's an important match for you, um, every like 10, 15 minutes, check your phone. I think that's pretty good. I'll give you that. Um, Because normally I'm like constant refresh, or sometimes I'll just leave the phone like you know the web page open like you know, updating live. so my wife doesn't love that either um, because I do soccer for a job and then I'd come home on the weekends and do soccer for fun <laughs> and so she's like all you do is soccer and I'm like you're right that's true <laughs> correct <laughs> yeah there's nothing to argue with that uh, okay let's um let's get into it let's talk about our, our teams quickly um, I guess you want to start this week how did you do for points who are your mm. big performers and Um, How big of a red arrow yet again for you this week?
1: Uh, Well, overall, 45, um, which was right on the average. I did take a hit, though, so that's probably another reason why my red arrow was a little bit worse. I dropped from... uh, Last week, I green arrowed to 135,000. I'm all the way back to 183,000, which hurts because I really want to finish greater than 200,000 so that that would be still an improvement every year which is kind of my goal now i've adjusted my goals
0: no longer looking to get in the top 100 well you got um, a lot of time you don't yeah you don't know you could you could uh you know you could finish. yeah uh, yeah buddy hey there you go <laughs>
1: yeah sure so i mean obviously the the zero point aguero was fantastic ings didn't get a goal i thought for sure he'd bang Uh, my hits scored Jimenez got, you know, five points. So I guess like that was kind of worth it. So, so it would have been nice if he didn't get a yellow. Yeah. Um, I do want him moving forward though. Right. Right, So like, that's worth it for me. I think Spurs have been below average, even though that's his only challenging fixture. And then he has literally from 29 to 35, all greens, except Arsenal at home, which to me is, uh a green stuff. Yeah, is there something better than green? Yeah. That's what the Arsenal game <laughs> Super green. Super green. Um, you know, I had Barnes brought in. That was unfortunate. He didn't really do much, but he played Man City, so not too worried. Um, Trent and Sala were fine for me. So, Captain Sala got me 14 points total. Trent got me 10. McCarthy got me 7. It, you know, it just... the i was hoping like ings and uh jack would do something against the, that each other like i figured they for sure would at least get a return each in that game yeah. and it didn't happen
0: english on but. english violence there yeah, i guess th- so. are they both english yeah they're both english all right yeah all right good uh so what is what did you say your overall is now 180 you said uh one eighty three thousand. Yeah. yep just dropping yeah yeah pretty bad um yeah it's impressive how bad uh but anyway yeah it's like it's
1: like i'm rolling down a hill
0: like but i can't
1: stop kind of like i don't know if anyone's ever seen that chris farley video where he like roll. yeah that's kind of how i feel
0: okay you are we'll chris you are chris Twitter. farley yeah. actually it's a pretty hey, we, good yeah it's a pretty good you know pretty good analogy he didn't he die from drugs
1: yeah he also grew up in my hometown yeah or went to, no he went to college in my hometown maybe yeah, both went to Mar-
0: to Mar- Mar- marquette you yeah. know Marquette yeah. yeah all right um so my game week i finished on 62 points game week rank of roughly 650k uh, i made two transfers this week because i had two freeze. so i dropped uh aguero and greenwood and brought in jimenez and Ings. um that transfers fine I guess Greenwood actually ended up scoring and starting uh, but I wouldn't have probably started him anyways so that's just how that goes uh, I was pretty freaked out when I when I brought Aguero in for Ings and then Ings didn't really put together a very good performance um, you know he's only had one goal in the last few game weeks here uh, which is a little bit frustrating and and he's played you know like some decent competition but I mean uh, Villa Burnley Liverpool Crystal Palace and Wolves um, I, I, I don't know. I thought he was going to be a li- do a little bit more for me. Um, but I think that at the price, it's fine. And with the, the incoming fixtures, I still feel okay about about having him. Him and as I'm in the same boat as you, Jake. I think that he's going to be a really good player to have going forward here. Um, and then, you know, I, I stand by what I said at the top of the pod. I think Martial's been uh, atrocious at watching him in matches. That said, uh, he has a goal again. Um, You know, playing with Bruno Fernandes, who I think is a much better option from an FPL perspective, and we'll talk about that later. But playing with Fernandes has has helped Martial. Fernandes is attracting uh, more players, and Martial basically uh, doesn't move at all the entire match. And so, uh, you know, to have a magnet like Fernandes on the pitch pulling some players uh, suddenly, uh, Martial for the first time in his uh, sad little life uh sad little gloved up short sleeve life um it has a little bit of space to play in um so anyways Salah, captain Trent, uh rabo was kind of like a nice little touch because liverpool lost their clean sheet and then he got that assist on that absurd goal that he passed to sala and uh flappy hansky just let go between his legs um, but that that was good because it's like a like a mini little differential out of that back line, and then McCarthy in the goal uh, had a clean. So yeah, uh, overall rank of sixty eight thousand now. So God, I hate, I hate you. Yeah, been been rising a bit. Um, five five green arrows in a row. Um, this week does Is that not good. Is that good? Yeah, I think that's good. Yeah, it's great. I I mean, a little bit lucky for me, like, because I was, I I almost made some other transfers and then decided to go with something else and um, almost took some hits and then didn't. And, um, and so just kind of stuck to the, stuck to the, I don't know, the, the moves that I tend to make, right? Like playing pretty conservative and, and, making the obvious captain choice and kind of the obvious transfer choice and going with the herd and not playing with my gut and being a douche. Like everybody on Twitter says you should be, um, everybody tweets that stuff cause it gets likes. Um, but the reality of it is like normally the, the most obvious move is the best move. Um, and so, yeah, this next week does not look good for me. Um, it's just my team's not set up great. So, uh, but that I knew that was going to maybe happen this week. Um, I do have enough players, so that's a plus. Um, I don't actually have to make any transfers, and and so I feel pretty good about it. So let's look, uh, Jake, at leagues. Then um, let's see. Let's start with um, oh, let's look at the community team, the Slack community team, because the Slack team had a uh, a decent week again this week, and now it, it seems like we're, we're kind of uh, kind of back on track. So I'm just gonna. I'm going to pull that up. So Slack team had 61 points, uh, game week rank of 740,000, um, but a very different team than like what I have, for example. So the Slack team has Gaita still, TAA, Rabo, um, Steffens, through the midfield, returns from Martial, captain Salah, and then the front line of Ings, Vardy, and Jimenez, and I think that's that's going to be interesting. Um, Vardy's been really, really poor, but has really interesting fixtures coming up. Um, they also left uh, Bali on the bench, which was kind of a shame. Um, so, but that was that was the way that got voted. I'm I'm kind of surprised, uh, but anyways, so that's uh, that's what happened this week. Um, pretty good for them.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Why are you grunting?
1: Mm-hmm. I'm just glad
0: everyone's doing really well. How the turntables? <laughs> oh, how the turntables! Uh, let's look at leaderboards, huh? Do you want to do? I'll do. I'll do league dive right now, and then you do the PSL Super League. You do the top five in the league. I'll do top ten in uh, league dive. In <laughs> excuse me, tenth. Uh, put a dendonker on it. Uh, ninth. Uh, roca 11 eighth chicken caesar sala seventh fpl Sharkbait bait 11 sixth uh, fpl bus fifth rocking vet fourth pulpit like its heart third uh, Riggs rovers second return of the snag and in first uh, lukewarm fc um so pretty solid little little performance by lukewarm 64.17 23 for points overall and an overall rank of 83 really good uh psl super league jake
1: yeah let's do it so i don't even know how these teams are doing so well i gotta look gotta gotta copy them um in fifth uh show me the Moonier, uh meredith wilson with a solid game week score of 71 number four uh delirious emma fpl with a solid game week score of 64 the coyote kid matt frisky 79 i looked at this one because i was like how in the you know did you get that he bench boosted and had mm. pope and uh, stevens who scored for sheffield on the bench so there's 16 points right there well played matt um number two marco doesn't matter uh the art of the dive podcast slack team um, and then number one still Loftus Cheeky Nando's
0: Matthew Hall
1: teams are coming for you Matt Matthew, just so you know.
0: Hmm. Yeah, solid performance by everybody there. Good little game week. Uh, the bench boost, quite a few people I'm seeing at least online uh, dropped that bench boost. I didn't really think it was a great idea. I knew, I know the fixtures were good, um, but I, I just at this point in the year I feel like can't you just save it for a double? But um, good for them because they they nailed it. Um, all right. You want to talk about your biggest mistake ever, Jake? <laughs> Playing FPL, yeah, nailed it. Why? Why did you wildcard early? Have we talked about that uh, on the pod? You know, it worked out
1: well for me last year, and I thought it'd work out well again, and it was a terrible decision. That's probably one of my my bad mistakes this year.
0: No, no, not not probably. Like yeah, it, it is, it is the reason that you have fallen off the top.
1: Yeah. <sighs> I don't even know, though, because like I look at my team and I'm like drooling for next week, you know, like I'll just well, we'll save it. But but I just I think a lot of things have like switched up. Um, It's just even hard for me to explain, like, who's doing well and who's not. I I think I'm just having a harder time because the seasons just changed a lot. Uh, I don't think it's fixture related. I think it's just team related. Hmm. And I think, you know, that's the that's the risk with the wild card. If if those changes come right after you make your wild card, it's really hard to readjust. It takes time. And, you know, I've been probably forcing it a little bit with, like, the hits as well. And that's not good either. Um, I mean, I still don't feel bad about my hit. Jimenez scored. He got me my four points back and got me, you know, an extra point. It kind of is a shame that Jota dominated and took all the bonus points. But usually when Jimenez gets a goal, he
0: gets you bonus points. So. All right. Well, I just wanted to to mention that, to bring that up today, that that's the that's reason a, I think that you've really fallen off.
1: I think so, too. Oh, there's always next year. Is there, though? Well, that's true. I might not make it. We'll that's see. Well, dark, but hilarious.
0: All right. Let's take a short break. Uh, when we come back, we've got questions about uh, Jota, uh, Fernandez, Mane, KDB, Chelsea assets. Uh, what to do with this game week 28 blank and how to handle that. Uh, what's coming out in the pipeline with, with the 31, um, what to do with players like Triore um, or Wolves back line, a lot to cover Jake. So everybody stay tuned. Welcome back to the second half of the pod. Shout out new Patreon Gaz, my man. Thank you so much for the support. Uh, Obviously, everybody knows that um, we're going to be using that money. I'm going to be actually putting this little chunk, Jake, into a a hedge fund investment account. I've got about a $3 million account that I'm working with right now. Um, It's about half my Patreon money. Um, And so I'm just going to kind of keep beefing that up. What do you think you're going to do with your cut? Uh,
1: I'm going to wait on the hedge fund. Um, Maybe buy another sink? Got to wait for this coronavirus thing to, you know play itself out i think uh yeah probably add on an extension to my house my mansion
0: is probably my plan He's gonna have like six sinks and a bunch of trash
1: yeah probably uh one of those like um, in-house bathtubs too that's like kind of built in with like jets i'm going for that too that'll be (laughs) relaxing that'll help me feel better and then maybe i won't have to see a psychiatrist
0: bathtub You would like most people in Florida well, you know what have I'm, out of you know, space. Like
1: well, yeah, I don't know. I didn't <laughs> know how to explain ocean, it. Ever heard of it?
0: <laughs> Maybe I'll just put a bathtub on top of my roof. That's a yeah, great it idea. Yeah, doesn't sound like it's smart to do that. It's a lot a lot of weight as well as water issues potentially on your roof. So <sighs> just throwing that out there not a construction worker but all right let's get into the the game week questions so another quick reminder that um that game week 28 the deadline is on friday so Leicester play uh, norwich at i believe one o'clock our time um and so or no two o'clock our time uh central time so uh yeah make sure that you get your transfers in early Um, The suggestion, of course, is to hold those transfers as late as humanly possible. Um, So there's, we talked a little bit about this last week, Jake, there's a potential that the City game could be moved into 29, one of the games that they need to have rescheduled. There's also some potential then that Chelsea would have a double game week, is that is the game that would be rescheduled. So I think that you probably want to you know if you're if you're not sure what you want to do with your free transfers you probably want to hold till the end of the game week see if that is announced ben krillin right now is saying that if it's not announced by the game week 28 deadline he doesn't think that it'll be announced for game week 29 um so we'll see kind of how that works out but um that's my suggestion is hold 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 um until friday and then kind of see what happens with game week announcements and then make your moves make sense jake that does make sense so that's why i made my transfers right right and early that's good yeah uh neil wrote in hi again from the great white north a to get green arrows it seems you got to have a few of the template and a few off the template and beat the bandwagons who do you recommend i think he's doing a canadian thing right I went for Jota. I don't know, but... I went for Jota and so far, so good. Maybe Bruno for 28 before I'll have him. Thoughts, others... Oh, and drink of the week. That's a good question. And then uh, Michael Charman also wrote in a question about Fernandez. I'd like to get Fernandez in, but the only quick route would be to lose either Mo, Mane, or KDB. What do you think? So, let's start, Jake, with... um, Let's just talk about Bruno here. Um, he has a, a great game week. A lot of people got on him early, um, which, you know, the United hype train. I normally don't, don't go for that. But, um, you know, he, he did have a really good game. What are your thoughts just on him as a player in general?
1: Yeah, I really need to watch some highlights on him, but his underlying statistics are pretty fantastic. Uh, He, in three games, has uh, shots per 90 of 3.3, key passes per 90 of 2.3. His XG and XA are a little bit lower, though, Um, 1.1 and then 0.7. So he is actually outperforming a little bit on the assist side of things, but it's kind of a small sample size. I like. I, I mean, I think he's the key cog for Man United, like you were saying, and that's really important for a team that's you know top five in the Premier League table. So I do like that. I don't love their fixtures. Um, their their attacking fixtures are pretty pretty meh. Um, at least against Everton away, Man City, Spurs, and Sheffield. So. You know, for me, it just wouldn't work out. I think if people have the move, it's probably not a terrible move to bring him in.
0: He's uh, he's on pens, we know now. You know, won the pen, took mm-hmm. the pen. I had thought Martial would still be on, on pens there. But um, it looks like uh, Bruno will be doing any and all free kick duties for the most part. So, that's a huge advantage uh, for him. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I think that he's better than Martial. Um, and the price is is very close now. I think Martial's at seven point eight and Bruno's at eight point one. So if you can if you can muster the extra uh, little bit of money, I think that Bruno's the way to go. Um, people are kind of flocking to him right now. So it, for me, it's hard because I tend to you know like not fall for the Man United hype um, all the time. I don't know that that team is as as good as everybody thinks, but um, but they have been better. If I had a wild card and it was between Martial and Fernandez, I'd definitely go with Fernandez. Um, but right now, I'm probably not going to waste a free transfer on that. I feel like it's a semi-lateral, even though Bruno's a, a better overall player. Um, what would you say for drink of the week, Jake, from Neil? Neil's drinking maple syrup. That's it. Just straight. Nothing else.
1: Um, I, It's been pretty cold here, so I've just, I think, Irish coffee for me. Oh, well,
0: we'll do. That's pretty good.
1: Little uppers, little
0: downers. <laughs> More downers than uppers. <laughs> uh, I've been drinking. I've got a, a couple of good um, different Scotch ales. That's what I've been drinking lately. Love a good Scotch ale. Mm. Uh, delicious. And re- do you drink regular Scotch? Uh, no, I don't. Don't particularly <laughs> like Scotch, um, but I like Scotch <laughs> ales. Um, yeah. So there, there it is. There it is. Uh, well, let's just you know, keep this moving. Charman, Michael Charman asked, he wants to get Fernandez, but it would have to be Mo, Mane, or KDB. Uh, yeah, what do you think on that? To me, it would
1: would be simple. I would probably get rid of Mane. <clears throat> I mean, I know he scored and got a goal taken away, so it seems like he might be the better option than Salah, but still, I, I back Salah being on PK's... Um, his underlying stats are are still ahead of money and i know it's always a little bit of a trap because money has a better goal conversion rate but that's what I, I would do with that i would definitely wouldn't get rid of kdb um he's too important and i think it's fair to get rid of one of your liverpool attackers and that lets you bring in maybe like a trent and a rabo
0: yeah, I uh, we talked a little bit about that last week, didn't we? Some people were asking, should I have two attacking Liverpool players or two defending Liverpool players? And we both thought two defending Liverpool players. Um, I, I don't understand at this point, you have to have two defensive Liverpool players. Um, even losing the clean sheet, you still have returns coming from those types of guys. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of money to have tied up in Mo and Mane. Um, I think I could I could see moving Mo or Mane down to Fernandez and then using the rest of the funds to upgrade a defender and you'll have money to spare most likely. So um, that that would be the way I would handle that. Um, Two sex Sounds writes in, uh, which Chelsea assets, if any, would you bring in? So Chelsea, Jake, um, I mean, decent little little game week for them. Um, I thought the most interesting thing was Marcos Alonso, you know, driving home another great goal. Um, <laughs> I, I see what you did there. What do you mean?
1: <laughs> uh, just go ahead.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm just saying. I feel like he really, really performed well out on the pitch. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep,
1: he did. I... I I would be happy if you know another said team in the Premier League uh Arsenal could could get a player like that
0: yeah he I mean I feel like every shot he took had a lot of swerve on it (laughs) he's really good at dead ball situations for them yeah just crashed
1: right into the (laughs) net he certainly does
0: (laughs) yes I love Marcos Alonso killing people jokes okay um so yeah, he's back in the side. Uh, you know, they, they get the result against Spurs. Um from a fixers perspective, they've got Bournemouth, Everton, Aston Villa, uh City in 31, but then a lot more green after that. Um, are there players that you like from their team? No. <laughs> yeah.
1: I, I don't know who to go for. I think it's a big risk, whoever you try to grab. I mean, looking at their last five games. The player that leads them in goals and assists is Alonzo, and he's not like a set player. Right. Like he's, he's gets benched a lot. And, and so where are you going to go? Like Rudiger is next on their, their goal list of two. Like, so you have two defenders who have four goals, and then, you know, the rest of their team in total over those five game weeks has like five goals. Hmm. So, I don't, I don't really like them right now. I'm, I'm kind of like in a stay away mode. They don't have the best fixtures. I don't think they're gonna keep a ton of clean sheets. I think I was looking at this. I think like the safest play would be as Piliqueta, um just because he tends to start every game, you could get attacking returns and clean sheet returns. So if you had to, that's who I would go for.
0: Uh, fun fact, though, since January 1st, since the turn of the year, Chelsea third in the league for expected goals against 5.91. The only teams that better them are Wolves <laughs> and City. Uh, the next team after them is Manchester United with seven. Liverpool is actually at 7.6 expected goals against since January 1.
1: Yeah. And I don't know if that's because of the the keeper change with Willie and he's just not complete trash or or what, but they still are giving up more goals than they should as well. So it's like, even though their underlying stats are okay, they haven't been keeping as many clean sheets. So, but that's what I, I mean, I would agree. Go, go with a defensive player. Their attack has been pretty poor. There's a lot of rotation, It's just kind of a gamble if you go with an attacking player and you're expecting returns. Yeah, that's
0: the issue, right, is um, if you want to take a striker now, so Tammy has played in the last few game weeks, Tammy, Giroud, uh, and batch wise have all played in the striker position in the winger positions uh, pl- uh hasn't been playing because he's been sick or not sick, uh whatever he is hurt uh, he has like an ab injury or something so he has not played for a long time but they're saying that he's getting close mount's been in pretty consistently but we all saw him get dropped earlier in the season uh, William has played uh, Pedro has played um Colin Hudson Adoye has an injury, but I think he'll probably be back soon. You know, Ross Barkley has had some minutes. It's pretty crazy, like the, the that all these different guys are getting rotated in. I mean, even now, Ruben Loft's Cheek is is deemed fit and health or healthy. Yeah, I don't know if he's fit yet, but um, th- there's just so much rotation through the side. I I think the back line would be interesting if marcus alonso uh secures himself a few starts in a row i would be very interested in him um, he's one of my all-time favorite fpl assets um despite um his driving history uh and so so yeah i guess that's not a we didn't really answer the question um but i, I think it's to me it's a little bit more wait and see for chelsea um and i'm, I'm not so interested in the attacking players um, all right, eat your greens, wrote in Richarlison or United Boys, an option despite bad fixtures now in midfield. Um, I don't know. I, I don't think I'd be going to them, especially like Everton players. Would you, Jake? I mean, Richarlison does have some good underlying stats,
1: but I, I think I'd stay away with the fixture return, or like the fixture turn Um, maybe after Liverpool. You could consider bringing him back in so i agree i'd stay away also i still don't understand how richarlison got that goal i got in an argument with a friend it doesn't look like he touched the ball still i'm still confused on that oh he said for sure he did i don't know
0: okay whatever all right well who knows uh we already who talked knows? about fernandez two point uh wrote in do you think pepe and fernandez are worth bringing into your teams let's talk about pepe jake um he is of your favorite team um, what are your thoughts on him as a player? Uh, and is he somebody worth looking at?
1: Hmm.
0: I think I know what this answer is going to be.
1: You know, that's actually an interesting thing that he, I mean, like he hasn't been really brought up. Um, what did he, did he get a return in his last game? Assist
0: in the last game In the game before against Assist. Newcastle, a goal and two assists. Yeah. um but then didn't play for a game week and then blanked for three game weeks in a row four goals six assists yeah. on the year uh, and if we look at his stats um he's averaging 2.5 shots per 90 and about two key passes per 90
1: you know su- surprisingly i think i would i would overall say no but as a differential after game week 28 when arsenal blank they do have a very solid run of fixtures uh you know west ham brighton Southampton, norwich uh wolves isn't fantastic um and then it gets a little bit worse after that so if you want to take a short quick punt on him and it works out with your team you could try it but he is more of an assist kind of guy his shooting just has not impressed me he tends to just float balls with his left foot right to the keeper um in in actual run of play he did take a free kick and had a good attempt but it wasn't great didn't score so I think there's better options
0: yeah I I have to agree I also don't like the price personally
1: yeah he's not inexpensive I'm hoping like he's one of those guys that next year is priced a little bit cheaper and makes him a little bit more owned
0: yeah it's the standard FPL move FPL official move right where they you know a new player comes into the league and they just like they overhype him by pricing him really really high Um, it just doesn't make sense to me put him at like eight or eight and a half right to start the year and make him an interesting you know attractive option um but he's at nine started at nine i think it's just too much so
1: well it's probably because arsenal paid you know 500 million dollars for him so they're like oh he's got to be good
0: it's true arsenal (laughs) he's not that great overpay for everyone it's hilarious um, FPL Virgin wrote in statistically who's the best Leicester midfielder out of Barnes Perez and Madison um, and then he's got a couple we have a couple questions here on, on Grealish and on your boy Jack um, let's look at that so Perez, Barnes and Madison um, in terms of just like I guess let's just start with the most simple part of this, Jake, and that's simple, simply returns, right? Who Who's had the most returns? So Matto's leading that group with 114 total points. Um, part of the reason for that is that he plays and starts almost every single game. He has six goals and five assists on the year. Um, Perez is interesting. He has seven goals and five assists on the year, 108 points. He's been ticking along a bit more, but his minutes are a little bit more sporadic and then Barnes didn't play as much at the start of the year and then has had a, a better run lately. Four goals, seven assists, although against City, he didn't start and he came on in the second half. Um, statistically, though, I think is is what it's really worth looking at. And and I would say that it's better probably to look um, like at a small, a little bit of a smaller sample size to get a feel for this team. Um because they've all kind of gone hot and cold specifically madison has gone really really cold uh in terms of his production in the last the last i don't know eight or ten game weeks so like if we look at the last 10 just to give you some perspective uh maddo's at 1.8 shots per 90 uh barnes is at 2.3 shots per 90 um and paris is at 1.5 shots per 90 Um, and james madison of course has the free kick duty that helps him big time but just to compare like expected goals. So Madison is at 0.9 expected goals over the last 10 game weeks. Uh, Barnes is at 2.9 and Perez is at 2.5. I think Barnes of the three is the best pick going forward.
1: I would agree. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty close. I think it's kind of like one of those coin flip questions, but I think just because his price is lower right. and, and that's why I brought him in.
0: Yep. I, I would go with him as well if you're going to pick between the three. Um, and then feel Virgin also writes in, Grealish is clearly the best mil- midfielder at his price point. Should we hold for the blank and ride out the tough fixtures? Matthew Hall says, what to do with Grealish? Uh, Jamie wrote in, bit of a crap question, but who would you transfer in for Grealish? Thinking around a similar budget, but not interested in Triore. The similar budget part of that question is tough. Um, You know, so Grealish has uh, what is a pretty tough little run of fixtures here, especially because of this blank. So blank in 28, Leicester in 29, Chelsea in 30, Newcastle away in 31, Wolves home in 32, Liverpool away in 33, Manchester United home in 34. It's a pretty tough run. Now, I know that he's, he's clearly their best player, and uh, if anyone's going to get returns for that team, it's it's going to be him. Unfortunately, they're pretty poor offensively as a group. Um, what are your thoughts on him, Jake? You have him in your team? I do still. I, I would try to get him out personally.
1: I have to deal with other things first. Um, and I do think that if anything, the first three fixtures out of the this break for him are probably going to be his best three with Newcastle and, and Leicester and Chelsea in there. I think Wolves and Liverpool and Man United are obviously a little bit worse. Um, it's pretty... pretty I guess the Newcastle thing is really the big difference. So I'm happy to hold him and deal with the other major issues on my team. Um, but I do think there are other players that you could consider i mean i think like barnes is one of them right. or even like maybe doubling up on uh lester midfielders if you don't have a vardy and you only have one of their defenders i personally would stay away from chelsea um an interesting player like of late who also unfortunately has pretty tricky fixtures but like if you could bring him in this week um dwight mcneil maybe at six hmm. um save you a little bit of money um he i would have to look at his underlying stats a little bit but he had a goal and an assist this week he's kind of a punt but someone to consider because i guess burnley's been a little bit better but that's that's the trickiest part there's not really anyone else to go to so they're gonna have to go way up or, or down mm-hmm.
0: yeah and i agree with that i think that's probably the way to handle it um triple nutmeg wrote in why does the coon haunt me halls when i don't have him mrs pens when i do have him uh yeah i don't know what to tell you that sucks um i was pretty pretty distraught when i saw the penalty had been awarded and then to have him miss it certainly helped um and i'm really sorry jake that that happened to you i really am
1: mm, are you though
0: i'm not no uh p dubs yeah. wrote in whether to keep triore general wolves asset chat um Two point uh uh wrote in. Should I bring in Jota? Uh Matthew Hall wrote in which wolves defender under five mil should we target? So uh Native American Drake wrote in is the Jota Jimmy double up viable. So we have a bunch of uh wolves questions, Jake. So I guess let's let's dive right in. Um let's start with let's start with the obvious one. Jimenez is the guy to go with, right?
1: oh man at the end of the year last year jota just turned it on so i wouldn't blame someone if they wanted to go with jota instead of jimenez but i i would lean just slightly that jimenez is the better of the two just because of his consistency and the fact that he's on pens
0: that's a good point Um, yeah the pens i didn't consider i mean jota does tend to score in bunches right Um, You know, so he has that Europa returns. He has the Prem returns. He'll probably score again this weekend, and then he probably won't score the rest of the year. You know, he'll finish on the same number of goals as a bunch of other people. But what um, what is his price at right now? Uh, his price is 6.1
1: so I, I actually think the double up's not a bad idea with how good their fixtures are interesting like you were talking about you briefly mentioned ings statistically hasn't been as good of late so i don't think it's unreasonable to go with double wolves if you replace ings with jota um it, it's a l- little bit scary though to have two forwards for the mm-hmm. same team they're still dealing with europa but you know as a as a punt i don't think that's a terrible decision i mean dcl has been fantastic um i wish i would have brought him in he scored a bike against arsenal but their fixtures are really terrible so that's a tricky you know it's a similar price point guy mm-hmm. it would be nice to have a little bit of variability there um so, but you're you're dealing with great fixtures for Jota and pretty shitty fixtures for for DCL. Just to give everyone an idea, last year Jota ended with 140 points. I think as a midfielder, had nine goals and eight assists. He has nine goals this year. Um, so, it, it's like how many more is he going to get? Hard hard to answer. It certainly is hard but to answer, Jake,
0: I, because you don't know the I future. Think if, <laughs>
1: I think a few, though. I think he's he still got you know four or five goals left in him if he's playing, you know, seventy minutes a week.
0: Yeah, I, I think so too. I I just they they didn't use him the whole year, and I guess I don't really know why. Maybe I don't I don't know enough about you know what's going he's on. He's been with playing. The team.
1: He's been playing a lot of minutes. I mean, he literally has played
0: ninety minutes
1: out of his last one, two, three, four, five, six, seven Premier League games. Six times, and last game week when he had his return, he only played seventy. I don't think you're looking. Um, but at, he does... I don't
0: think you're looking at the same stats as me.
1: Oh, I'm looking. Excuse me. I apologize. Yeah, he I'm looking six, at Jimenez. Yeah, you
0: idiot. He played sixty-three minutes against Norwich, seventy-seven against Leicester, sixty-nine against United, thirteen against Liverpool, 0-0, 24-71-78. 0, so he gets yanked every game. Jake's mistakes. Yeah, that makes
1: more sense. Yeah. So yeah, that's always the issue with Jota. Um, he doesn't play as much. So, <laughs> let me tell you about why you should get Jota. Let me just pull up him and stats here real quick. Okay, <laughs> I was looking at the rights, whatever stats take. though for his
0: previous season. Yeah. Good, that, good job. That's interesting. Yeah, pr- I don't know how that happened. But... Proud of you. Um, yeah. what uh, what about defenders? I guess that's the other side of it. Um, Doherty's interesting again. He, he's um, you know, kind of back in the fray as a potential FBL asset. Um, still a little expensive for me at six, but, you know, an option. A lot of people like Boli. Um, What do you think? And Doherty's back in my team to fuck me over. Hey, oh, so, there he is.
1: Yeah, I brought him in. I, I mean, I like him at that price point. He's the best attacker on the team in the back line. Um, I think you could still try to opt for cheaper options, um less likely to get returns like I looked at uh uh Sass Roman Sass I don't know if I'm pronouncing Sice? that correctly yeah, I up. Sice yes Sice Obviously, Sass
0: that. it's sassy
1: out there S- Sassy Classic I mean sassy. He's 4.4 4, um so really cheap option and he has been playing 90 minutes every game week so you know that that price is kind of hard to beat, and you could use that money elsewhere. Um, he's gotten two goals and two assists on the season, where Doherty has three goals and four assists on the season. So, still, I mean, for the price, not a terrible option. Yep.
0: Yeah, I would look at I would look at either um, for me, and I actually am. I'm thinking about bringing them in after the Spurs. That's uh, a Wolves defender after the Spurs uh, fixture here. Uh, Native American Drake wrote in two things. Is bringing Mane in as a captain option a good idea on top of owning Sala too? Uh, also I felt like a proud father when you two used the word nonce. A solitary tear rolled down my cheek. It was a beautiful moment." Sounds like you've got some some interesting friends, Native American Drake. Those are the people you hang out with, a bunch of, bunch of nonces, huh? <laughs> uh,
1: that's a tough question but i would say how are you going to decide who to captain based on the games that's tricky that's tricky for me yeah
0: Yeah, we talked about this a little earlier in the pod i guess um you know i think just having one is the way to go so i'm going to say no don't do that um and i'm really happy that we could make you proud i'm so happy to make you proud dad so happy FPL Blonde wrote in, uh, now that we've come to the business end of the season, is it a myth that teams play more defensively? My set and forget goalkeeper Ryan is dead, as Mourinho would say. Uh, Should I consider two strong rotating keepers to squeeze maximum points or go Pope plus fodder? Ignore price funding will come from selling the Keen. Uh, yeah, so FPL Blonde, a good question coming in from our Slack channel here. Um I yeah so I guess I haven't had a chance to do enough research on this um I don't I think it is a myth would be my prediction um that teams necessarily play more defensively um there is a chance that that some of the big teams like like Liverpool and City or teams that are in Champions League uh may um manage matches a little bit more I think pool has been doing that actually all year um they haven't really put too many teams like to the sword the entire season. A lot of times they we've talked about that. They get up maybe a goal or two, two goals and then they kind of just go into tempo mode and control the game. Um, maybe not attacking as much, not expending as much energy because it's such a long season. Uh, that's the reason I think that that pool has um, has stayed so healthy. You know, I think Klopp has made those adjustments uh, in his coaching style and within their team in the last season or two. So um what do you think, Jake? Uh, two strong road keepers or just Pope and fodder? I think, I guess I would start by saying, you know, if you're starting to think about the double game weeks that will be coming up, um, you know, maybe you start thinking about funding two strong goalkeepers so that you have two for those double game weeks. What do you think, Jake?
1: Yeah, that's a really tough question. I mean, for sure, Pope, I think, will finish out the season top. It's funny we talked about that. I I still don't mind having McCarthy because he's been keeping a few clean sheets here and there, but Pope's been getting a lot more bonus. So I don't think it's wrong just to have Pope. He does have Man City and Liverpool, which he'll probably not get more than a point in those games. Um, But you never know. Right With all those save points right. and if he stops PK. <clears throat> so I think if you can find a keeper maybe to replace him on those game weeks specifically, it'll work. Um, but if you want to use that money elsewhere, just
0: going with Pope and being like, hey, I'll, I'll bite the bullet those game weeks, probably not a bad move either. Okay. Kenny wrote in, should I roll game week 28 as I have 11 players and then when 29 comes, uh, will we then know who will blank in 31, two transfers in 29 Uh, would that be better yes if you have 11 players and you're pretty for the most part pretty happy with them rolling out this next game week uh, i would hold your transfer um, because there's a chance like we said at the top of the pod that 29 could have some double game week action we'll also hopefully have a little bit by by you know the 29 deadline should have a little bit of a better idea of what 31 is going to look like um, and we can kind of make some moves based off of that so if you can hold hold All right, Jake, that's all the questions. Um, Should we talk about captains? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, I'm Jake and Whiny. Who are you going to captain? I think I'm probably just going to captain Salah.
1: I I think so, too. That's who I have it on. And the reason being is that he tends to dominate Watford. I'm going to have to dig into that a little bit more, but I feel like he always scores against them in Bournemouth. Um, It's interesting. My whole team is away from home except for Cantwell, who is not going to be getting the captain arm armband surprise. Give it to him. So gotta the other option, gut, I think you got to
0: go with your gut. Yeah. You got to take risks. Don't listen to the herd. Okay. If you want to win games, you got to just do the most illogical thing possible and then boast about it on Twitter.
1: Well, I also like Vardy. I think Vardy yeah. is an interesting choice. I know he's statistically not been as good, but he hit the post against man city. Um, very close to scoring and he has Norwich who have been terrible so those two guys i'm gonna have to do a little bit more research and i'm between them
0: i think that's probably reasonable it's hard for me to pick vardy just because he hasn't scored in so long and it's the classic first game of the week syndrome where like if he doesn't if it doesn't go well you're going to be so sad um there's not really anybody else i mean ing's i guess against west ham who also has had an average to below average run as a striker lately but west ham have you know have been pretty rough defensively. So that would be another pick. Uh, but again, away from home, which neither of us really like. Um, yeah, that's it, I guess. What? Uh, You already made your transfer, huh?
1: Yeah, so I brought in Vardy um, for Kuhn. Uh, just I, I think that the fact that he's dropped a little bit in ownership um, but has such fantastic fixtures, he's worth worth it for me. Um, didn't like any of the lower forwards that much and then i brought in doherty for lundstrom um sad to see him go but he is no more
0: no more i think i'm gonna try to hold this week i have 11 guys um uh pl- and with kelly on the bench who won't play but um uh yeah so mm-hmm. i think i'm just gonna try to roll with what i got and, and keep a fixture so um all right follow us on twitter at dive fpl instagram the art of the dive, online, divefpl.com. Download our podcast anywhere and everywhere. The only random question we have this week, Jake, is from Doc. Y'all voting for Bernie in 2020, he says. I don't know who I'm voting for yet. Do you? I definitely probably would. Yeah. yeah I don't really know yet. I, I hate everyone a lot. <laughs> I really do.
1: Yeah, that's true. I mean, I w- wouldn't disagree with you on that. But I think of all of them, Bernie is the lesser of a lot of evils. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I guess I just, I guess at least he's, he's uh, not as, um, you know, kind of standardized Democrat. That's kind of nice. Those guys are the worst. So are the Republicans. God, I hate it. Everyone's the worst. Yep. Yeah. They really suck. Um, vote for Marco 2020. Yeah. That's a good idea. Actually. Write in, write in vote. Probably could get like 12 from our podcast listeners done and the next president of the united states okay anyways um all right thanks for listening uh good luck make sure to get your transfers done early um if you're going to make them because it's friday as the deadline again um if you're not going to make them or if you're smart enough to save one do that and uh hope the game week goes great for everyone let's get out of here i'm marco and i'm jake and remember you should die